Hey everybody, Josh here, and you're listening to the Game Plan Podcast on the JRB Studios Podcast Network. Today's episode is brought to you by the Fairway Bunker Blog. The Fairway Bunker Blog is practical, sometimes unorthodox, advice for golfers by golfers. For more information, head over to fairwaybunkerblog.com. Now, let's enjoy the show. All right, what's going on, guys? It's Josh back with another episode of the Game Plan Podcast. Today is pretty special. Uh, last week I had a first-time guest on. Again, this week I got a first-time guest on with me. Uh, another former teammate of mine. We played some high school sports together. Actually, I don't know that we played in high school together. We played in junior high together. Uh, and then he went on to play college ball, coached a little bit, and now he is running his own training program. Uh, and I've got with me today... Mr. Keaton Tennyson. Keaton, what's going on? Man, not much. Excited to be here. Been kind of following everything that you've been doing and just really excited to be a part of it and honored to have uh, to be invited to be up on it now, I guess. Well, I'm glad that you're here uh, because up to this point, the podcast has really just kind of been like, here's our thoughts on some stuff, but this one's kind of going to be more of like an interview uh, just because of the way that things have worked out with you in your career thus far with basketball uh, so basically what i want to do i've got five questions to ask you okay uh, but number one i just want you to just kind of sum up what you've got going on just kind of tell us what you're doing uh and just kind of put it in a box for us oh yeah so the business that i started up is 10 for 10 training um and it's, it's hard to put a box on it because the box continues to grow. We, we throw it in a box and we try to define something and then a phone call, a prayer leads to a, a bigger box opening and, and one of those unfolds. It's almost like those little uh, Chinese dolls where you open it up and so there's <laughs> yeah. another layer in it. Um, so the, the best way to sum it up is that it's the first ever sports performance training in Harrison. Um, went to school and fell in love with the human body and learning how to make it bigger, faster, stronger. Um, and just, I'm telling you, just became a nerd for learning how to get gains, learning how to teach somebody to jump higher, run faster. Um, what What's the quickest way I can get you to increase your 40-yard dash or your vertical jump? Um, how, to, how to make your bench press go up by 50 pounds in a couple months. So um, once I caught a hold of that and I tied it with my love for basketball, it really just started taking off from there. Um, and so now we've grown and we are doing five sports training right now. Um, we are in the early stages of hiring sports specifics. So right now I do all of the basketball, all of the volleyball training, all the vertical speed and agility, conditioning, whatever. Um, but we're fixing to hire you know, a football guy to do football sports specifics. We'll have a baseball, a soccer, all of that. Um, so it's been... It's been really neat seeing it come come together and and still kind of the alleyways that are in the future for it. So it's awesome. Yeah, I've you know we're friends on Facebook and we follow each other on Twitter and Instagram and all that stuff. And so when you graduated a year before me and mm-hmm. when you went off to college and stuff, I kind of kept up a little bit with your basketball career. And then um, I got off of social media there for a little while. But then it was like when I came back, it was like Keaton's training people and he's talking to like <laughs> athletes going overseas and playing basketball. Yeah, and I was like, man. man, what the heck is going on? And you were still living in southern Arkansas at the time. Yeah. Uh, so did it kind of start while you were in college? You just kind of like hit up some buddies and were training or did it like after you got out of college? 
Um, really, it started so. First of all, none of the I I can't take full credit for all of this because a lot of this is just something that God's just opened doors and just said, "Do you trust me enough to walk through this?" Um, and it's been tough. Like I'll tell you, it's tough at times <laughs> yeah. when when you go and you're like, "Really, you you want me to be a high school coach?" When I finished, so I finished my career in March. Um, we got beat in the final four of our uh, conference tournament, and that was in March. Um, Got married in May of that year. Wow. Um, two days before my wedding, you know, I'd been spending a couple months praying and just a little bit of fasting and asking, you know, where, what's what's the next step? Had a semester of school left till I got my degree. Um, day before my wedding, got a phone call and a little Christian school there called and offered me four teams, the junior boys, junior girls, senior girls, senior boys job. Um, it was in Magnolia. My wife was still in school. And so it was one of those things that... I told everybody my whole life I will never be a high school basketball coach. <laughs> I will never do it. Have no interest in it. I'm going to do training. Uh, I was going to be a physical therapist, and it was kind of something that he just put on my heart that I knew I was supposed to walk through. And had a great little run. Um, took two teams to the state championship. Uh, we got actually got beat in the girls' side and in the boys' side, but um, just the experience of that. So that opened the door for me to start training and. They, they saw my love and my passion for it, and Darian Ford, who is the number one player in Arkansas for the class of 2022, um, he reached out and contacted me and ended up, he won a state championship a couple weeks later and blew up nationally, and now he's like the number two point guard in the country. Wow. Um, and so that was what got my foot in the door with it and really showed me that I love training kids because you just get so much, that Magnolia is such a broken community, <clears throat> and... I was kind of secluded to my school with just my athletes. And so when I got a chance to have some of those kids from the outer city that didn't have as much as good of a home life as the private Christian school kids, man, you got to see just how invested in people's lives you could be with training. And so it was it was the ministry tool for me with mm -hmm. the sport that I've loved my whole life. So it's everything I'd ever prayed for. Um, that opportunity led to a phone call saying, hey, can you come train Team Arkansas? We're getting ready for the ESPN tournament, uh, the 2 million TBT. Um, so I c came up to Fayetteville, stayed for a week, um, completely volunteered. Wow. Um, and I think that that played a big role in this because I did it for free. Um, well, the day before the game, the coach that was supposed to be there hadn't come to a single practice. So I kind of ran every practice by myself as a 24-year-old trainer <laughs> volunteering and all the guys love the training so much. And I'm talking, we're talking about guys that are in the NBA. Matt Jones, who played at Duke, won a national championship um, with Jaleel Okafor and all them. You've got Rodney Clark, who's probably one of the most recognized Razorback mm -hmm. players, played for um, Brad Stevens, who's the coach of the Celtics now. They went to the guy that was in charge and said that they enjoyed the workout so much that there's no way they were going to play for someone else who had not been to a practice and watched them. So... The day before, they named me the head coach of Team Arkansas wow. on ESPN. Yeah, with with no, didn't even have a clipboard with me. Had to go <laughs> home and grab a clipboard and then sprint to Memphis and coach the next day. Um, so, man, it was just a blast. And so that that gave some recognition and some credibility. And it's uh, it's awesome. just been taking off since then, man. That's awesome. So it's uh. You kind of answer question number two in that too, which the question number two was what's the driving factor in starting this program, but kind of sounds to me like 
a lot of it was just your prayer life and just following what God had asked you to do. Oh, absolutely. And it's, it's daily. It, you know, it, you don't wake up every day and you've got to refresh, you got to hit the refresh button. It's, you know, I need, you need some new strength. You need some new guidance, some new direction. And it's, it's moved into now, you know, kids in this area just with, you know, video games and social media and all the technology today. Kids just don't get out of the driveway and play ball anymore. Mm-hmm. And so they need somebody that can make it fun because that's the thing right now is there's, you know, there's a lot of old coaches in this area and kids, if they're not having fun, they're going to quit. They're gonna just gonna, they can go play video games and have fun or go run around with friends, watch movies and Netflix. So mm-hmm. you have to make this fun. And that's what God's kind of called me to do is to bring back some energy and some passion and love for the game in this area. And so I'm seeing it every day with, some of the guys we're working on, guys that have went from sitting on the bench to leading their team in scoring this year, and just you know, uh, Jordan Cape at Valley Springs has got him. He was two hundred and sixty-three pounds, and by the end of the summer, he was down to two twenty-three. Wow! And just oh, just life changing. Now the kids a freak about his diet, dunking the ball with ease, getting up and down, starting some. So he, it's really, it's been a really neat um, thing to watch in this area grow. That's awesome. Yeah, I've got uh, a couple of the kids in my youth group go to Valley, and so I went down to Valley for uh, a game, I don't know, it was a couple weeks ago. I think it was their first game. Uh, it was a charity game, so it wasn't an actual game. Western Grove uh, game. Yeah. Yep. And Jordan Cape, like, I mean, he killed it, man. <laughs> I, it was like he played more minutes than, like, the guys that played every minute see, last season. Yeah. I mean, and, it, it was and, awesome. You know, it's the behind-the-scenes stuff that people don't see. It's the, the kid that was so miserable at, in the – it was about the first week of June when they when I started working with him. He was ready to quit. He was miserable. He he wasn't having fun. And I just talked to him about the process of buying in and falling in love with getting better every day. And he is probably the poster child right now for ten for ten training because he embraced it and he's he's made it a lifestyle. I've got him actually in thirty minutes when I go up here. He's it's a Friday. He's worked hard all week at school. It's not enough for him. He's got to come back today and get some extra sessions in. So man, I'm. Super proud of that kid and everything that he's uh, he's experiencing. That's awesome. That speaks pretty highly of Jordan too, because I know the coach at Valley, and they don't have easy practices throughout the week. No, no. <laughs> so uh, that's awesome that that you can kind of you know mentor these kids through that. And and coming from obviously, you guys know that I'm a youth pastor. So coming from the uh, faith side of it is really awesome too, because a lot of these kids like you know. There's youth pastors all over the area that go to these games at different schools and get to talk to kids and go to events at schools and stuff. But to have somebody like you that is invested in them and invested in their future, that's also feeding them that faith. That's oh, that's man. so cool. Well, that's that's what Jesus calls us for, man. He he's gave up me so many blessings and just so many platforms that you know I, I look back at my career now and I'm mad that I didn't use it as much in college as what as what he's given me now. But that's that's a little bit of my motivation is knowing how much, how much I had and didn't use, and now how much he's been given, and it's like it's multiplied. Mm-hmm. The more the more platform he gives, and the more that I try to show people Jesus's love and show them, the bigger the stage gets, and it's just I'm, mm-hmm. I'm can't even imagine what he's got in the future. But I just hope that I'm able to walk that steps the way that he'd like. So man, that's that's what I would tell everybody right now is just. What can you do? What what mm-hmm. you, you can be a ministry, and you don't have to be a pastor at a church. You can yeah. be it every day in life, just the way you live. So, 
that's uh that's kind of the the driving force behind it man that's awesome so question number three we're gonna try to kind of go through them pretty quickly because he does have a session to go to at four o'clock and it's currently three thirty-five. so <laughs> we're trying to move along uh question number three is what makes 10 for 10 so unique like uh, i know you kind of touched on it a little bit but like what what would what makes coming to you for training versus going to somebody else like a personal trainer at a gym or something what what is so different other than just sports specific yeah that's tough um a lot of it is science i mean it's just you know the there's some certification people that take a 15 minute course online and they print it off of their laser computer at home and they go to go down to the fitness center and call themselves a trainer um the difference is, though, that, man, I've got a bachelor's in exercise science, so I, I learned, you know, the, the formula for how many calories you need versus your output, um, you know, what, what percentages to taper off during the season, what to do during season, um, and then I'm a certified strength and conditioning specialist as well, so um, Southern Arkansas prepared me so well for this, man. I had great teachers, had a really, really good strength and conditioning person up there that uh, taught me a ton, okay, and I'm just... I'm never, I'm always hungry to learn more. Like, just mm-hmm. get that extra step on people is what can I do? You know, Chris Mounts has done a great job at CrossFit and he's it built up the family environment and everything. Um, but this is sports specific. It is, you know, if you're a soccer player, you're not going to benefit by picking up 300 pounds and pressing it over your head mm-hmm. and picking up a wall, ball and throwing it on the wall. You need foot speed stuff you need the the burst the agility the the endurance to not break down during a long soccer game and season so the just the tailored program to you and your sport and what fiber types you need to be the most explosive and dominating athlete you can be so and it's i've I've taken the concept and seen you know there's there's Mm -hmm. people that all over the country that try to do stuff um and i've taken all the good things from them and tried to design a company and a business that has a little bit of everything with the sports and the nutrition and the strength and conditioning and, and the family and, and the faith aspect of it, man. It's just when you can tie it all in together, man, you, you have a really fun time and enjoy every day with what you do. That's awesome. I, uh, I love that there's so much science behind it. Cause like I was never a science guy growing up. Like, mm. like, uh, I, I hated science class. It blows my mind with you being such a nerd about stuff. I know, like, dude. Like uh, my my nerd stuff was like I loved English. Like yeah, English was okay. my thing, uh, and so it was like I hated science. But it's so cool to to be able to like see today's teenagers that probably hate science class. Like they mm-hmm. don't, they probably don't want to go to chemistry in high school, but they'll come and they'll listen to you talk about nutrition, and yep. then they'll implement it. Which it may not help them, you know, at all in their chemistry class, but it's going to help them live a healthier life. You yeah. Know? So, so that's awesome. All right. So number four, um, which I guess we've kind of already answered too, but we'll go over it again. Number four. What is your number one priority at ten for ten? Um, that's actually funny that you say that because I've actually had to have a mission statement, and that's one of the craziest things. But one of the hardest things is just when you're building a brand and a new company is putting on paper what are you like what yep. what do you stand for when you make a decision at the end of the day is it going to conflict with what your business is about and so um man my business is it, it is about con- constantly challenging you getting people the the best way to say it is i want you to be comfortable being uncomfortable 
So what basically, and that's the driving force behind 10 for 10. Um, obviously the T, the first part 10 is the last name Tennyson. Um, and the 10 is basically a concept that, you know, it won't, we're, our goal is to get you so good at something that you can master it. You, you don't, you don't go eight for 10, you go 10 for 10 for something. And then that's when we hit the switch and we add a new wrinkle and now you're going four for 10. You got to get better to get six for 10, eight for 10. Once you get 10 for 10, we're throwing another wrinkle in, making it even harder. So your body's always adapting and adjusting and it has a new stimulus. Um, so what, what 10 for 10 is about, man, is it's about never being complacent, getting better and providing a, just a safe, loving environment for athletes that love to get in there and just work. And if, if you, if you do that, you fall in love with the work, your, your games just, they come easy. Mm-hmm. It just comes easy. So that's awesome. I like what you said about once you get to that, you know, when you're going ten for ten, then you change it, and so you start going four for ten, and then you got to build it back up because it's not just in sports, but also in life. Like when you get to a point where you're comfortable with something, ultimately something's going to change. Like uh, specifically in sports, you're never going to run the same play twice Absolutely. because the defense is going to adjust to it, no matter what game, no matter what sport you're playing, right? Like. You're never going to run the same play twice. So why would you do the same drill twice? Exactly. You know. Um, now, obviously, I understand repetition and practice and all that. I played sports growing up, so I get it. But I like the twist on it where it's like when you get good enough at this, we're going to change it so that you're good at this so that in the game you're prepared. Oh, absolutely. No, it was so, – <laughs> Gannon Baker is a really big tr- sports trainer. He was a Nike trainer. Um, I was fortunate enough to get to work with him a couple times in high school with a with my um, Nike AAU team, and one of my favorite things that always stuck with me was that he wanted to make practice hell so the game was heaven. So uh, that stuck with me, and it is it's changed the way I played. It changed the way I trained myself and train others because at the end of the day, I want this practice right here to be so much harder and fatiguing and mentally exhausting than anything you'll ever see in a game. Mm-hmm. And if I can do that, then when the time comes in a game, it just it's like everybody else is in slow motion. You're making reads and you're making moves and you're like, yeah, I've literally had people say, I made a move in the game and thought, holy cow, I worked on that all last week in the gym with Keaton. Mm-hmm. And that right there is like the most rewarding thing whenever you start seeing people succeed and using things that you've literally talked about last week. It's just, it's a really, really fun thing to see. That's really awesome. I know um, specifically for me in high school because I – well, I had an injury to my shoulder. That's not the reason I quit playing sports. I quit playing sports for my own selfish reasons. But uh, specifically like baseball, we played baseball together for a long time up up till high school. Uh, but once we got into high school, like I had this idea that high school baseball was just going to be the greatest thing in the world. <laughs> and then we got to high school baseball and it was like, practice was like, we're going to show up. We're going to throw for 20 minutes. We're going to take some ground balls and go home. Yep. And then we get to the game and we we're like, okay, coach, we don't know what we, we don't know when we're standing at the plate. We don't know what you're calling, what, what your signs are. Oh yeah. We don't know what de- defensive shift we're doing. You know, we had, um, I remember my freshman year, I was catching for you. I was catching. It was, it was a game at Valley. I was catching for you, and there was a runner on first, and Coach Jones went over these, like, symbols with us to do, like, if somebody was stealing what we were supposed to do. And I was like, I don't know any of this. <laughs> like, like, we haven't looked at any of this. And so it, it really, it's kind of like, it's polar opposite of what my 
high school sports experience was because, uh, and granted that may just be the coach that we had was just kind of phoning it in. Uh, but I think it's really cool that, that you're like, Hey, we're going to make this harder than what it needs to be. So that out there it's easier than it needs to be. Well, and what's funny is I, I got to see the other side of it. I got to, I got to be the guy that loved details and being prepared for it. And then playing on that team that was very undetailed, very <laughs> yeah. un. It was I was just like in my mental state. Actually, if you'll remember, after my sophomore year, I had to quit midway through the season yeah. because we were on a plane every weekend, flying out to it'd be California, get back, go to school Monday, go to school Monday through Thursday on another plane to Florida the next weekend playing. And uh, yeah, it, it made it pretty easy to walk away from that environment when it wasn't. Yeah. When it wasn't as all bought in, so but think of how many kids in this area that go through, you know, exactly that's that. their sports experience. Yeah, that that you know, you get that coach and the coach, you know, can be such an influence in your life and teach you some things that you know is bigger than basketball or baseball. Um, and if you don't, if you get that opportunity wasted, you know, that's you're you're never going to have the same thought about high school sports for the rest of your mm-hmm. life. When you know some kid that gets a coach that is invested and and cares about it. He might teach his players or something that makes him a better husband one day, mm-hmm. or makes him a better son or a leader or something like that. So that's why, I, that's why I feel like God has placed sports in my life in that avenue is because it can really change and alter lives, and that's that's what we're really here for. Yeah, hundred percent. All right. So last question before we uh, get out of here, because you got somewhere to be in fifteen minutes. So. Uh, shorter episode, but a lot of really good stuff, and Keaton will be back. Um, so after this last question, I will tell you a little bit about what he's going to be back for because it's going to be really cool. So last question, if you had one piece of advice for someone who was starting their own business or own uh, training program or changing careers or anything like that, what would that piece of advice be? <sighs> oh, there's so many. Golly, there's so many things that you just learn in the fly of it. Because I mean, I don't know anything about opening a business or starting it. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't take classes for that. I just learned how to make your quads bigger and your biceps stronger. Um, but man, my probably the number one thing I would say, and it's it's kind of the generation we're growing up in right now, is that it's cool to be an entrepreneur and it's cool to tell everybody you're your own boss and you you own a business and. But at the end of the day, you have to be obsessed with this. If this is a passion or if this is just a hobby, okay, and you want to, your, your goal is to get out of mom and dad's basement or if you're in, you're in an apartment and you're ready for a life change, that change doesn't happen in today's world with you just doing something at 50%. Mm-hmm. If you love something and you want a product or a business that people think, you know what, I'm gonna I'm gonna put this in my budget this month for this man. They have to believe in it and they gotta love it, but they're not gonna do that if you don't. So if it's a hobby to you, it's not gonna be a priority to others. And that's that was probably one of the biggest things to me is that I just watched people my age and just actually coaches and other business owners around here and they're okay with their business staying above water. They mm-hmm. don't want higher and above that and bigger dreams and that's. There's going to be some really cool things in the next couple of months that I can't actually say right now that are in the scenes. Um, I get a teaser here. <laughs> yeah, it is. You'll everybody. Um, it'll be out in the in the town here soon. Um, but it, it it's the it's a like a 
it's a living metaphor for what 10 for 10 is. It's because, man, I started it this summer when I moved here, had clientele built up, but I was using the old Harrison Junior High. And we were doing it in the summer with no AC, and we would work out at night and come back in the morning at 8 a.m., and there would still be sweat on the floor from the night mm. before. And then it elevated to now we're at a 27,000-square-foot facility with three courts, a 30-yard turf, and a weight room. Um, and we have a new facility that is couple months away from striking ground and breaking news and everything so it'll be uh when that comes out man i'll probably hopefully by the next podcast i'll be able to give some more details on that but man just constantly growing and evolving and just that doesn't happen if you're not obsessed with it and you love it and that is if you're going to do something and start a business you better make sure that you love it and you're going to do it for the rest of your life that's awesome yeah that's really good uh all right, guys, I think those are the only five questions that I have. So um, just real quick before before Keaton has to leave because he's got somewhere to be in 10 minutes now. Um, he's going to be back. I don't know when. We'll figure out the details. He's busy. I'm busy. We both got a lot of things to do. But he's going to be back, and he's going to be talking to us on the topic of team chemistry. Yeah. Um, when I brought it up to him, I was like, I was like, if you want to come back, you can. And when I said team chemistry, he immediately was like, yeah, I'm coming back. So, <laughs> um, so look forward to that. Uh, we'll keep you posted on that. If you have social media, you can check out Keaton's personal social media or the 10 for 10 social media, which you got Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, right? Yep. So, um, I'll link those in the description. Uh, I think this is a great program, man. Like I, I think, I think, um, and I think you're the perfect person to do it too. Cause we were never like super close friends in high school, but we knew each other well enough. Oh, and, yeah. and I think that, um, having someone like you in their life is really good for these, these kids. Well, man, it was, we, we got to be around a lot of the same people and, you know, I got to grow up with your older brother and play ball with him and then be with you and just the way I know your family and y'all are just, Y'all have something really special and have the charismatic personality that others are drawn to. And that's anybody that's like that, man, I can get behind and support any day of the week. So, and y'all show, y'all show Josh some love, follow, subscribe, whatever you got to do. Tell a friend and, and get on this thing right here because this will be a big little podcast and I'm excited to be a part of it. All right, guys. I think that's it. Um, you want to shout out your social media? Just throw a handle out real quick. Uh, yeah. Um, everything. Uh, Twitter, Instagram is at K Tennyson for my uh, personal, or you can go at 10 for 10 training. And we've got a website up with all of our training packages. It's www10 for 10. That's T E N F O R 10 training.com. Um, just click on there and any information you have, we can uh, gladly answer questions that you have. So appreciate it, man, so much. This has been awesome. And this is, uh, I'm glad somebody in Harrison's getting something like this going. For sure. I'm glad that you got that going, man. Maybe partnership later down the road. We'll see what happens. Absolutely, man. All right, guys. We are signing off for now. We'll see you next time.